0: Thank you for joining us for the True Life Fellowship Church podcast. Here is today's message from Pastor Devon Alexander. Open your Bible to John chapter 14 and meet me at verse 16. And I'm going to read four verses in unison. And I want to encourage you this week to read John chapter 14, John chapter 15, and John chapter 16. In your quiet time, in your reflection time, just read those three chapters in unison. Take the time to take three chapters and read them together in unison. But in verse 16 of John 14, Jesus says, I will pray the Father and he shall give you another comforter, somebody say comforter, that he may abide with you forever. In verse 26 of the same chapter of John 14, verse 26, Jesus says, But the Comforter, say Comforter, Comforter. which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. Now the next chapter, 15 and verse 26, John chapter 15, verse 26 Jesus said, but when the comforter, say comforter, is come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the Spirit of truth, which proceedeth from the Father, he shall testify of me. In the next chapter, John 16 and then verse 7, Jesus says, nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it is expedient or advantageous for you that I go away. For if I do not go away, the comforter, somebody say comforter will not come unto you, but I depart, I will send him to you. In these four verses, we can distinctively see, and it's very clear and obvious, that Jesus references the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit as the Comforter. And when he mentions the Comforter, he is mentioning the Holy Spirit. Now, Uh, addendum or side note, I want you to see here that the Holy Spirit is God. And so let me give you a little background. God is the Father, God is the Son, and God is the Holy Spirit. God is three in one. The Holy Spirit is God and God is the Holy Spirit And Jesus refers in these four verses as the Holy Spirit being the comforter. Now, I have seen and heard here over the last couple of years, people referring to the Holy Spirit as simply Holy Spirit when they're talking about the Holy Spirit. So for example, if you are talking to the Holy Spirit, you say Holy Spirit. But when you're talking about the Holy Spirit, it is the Holy Spirit. And some people uh, in Christian circles now, it's a new fad, I think, where they have dropped the preposition the in front of the Holy Spirit and they just simply say Holy Spirit. Well, and they'll say, you know, I was going down the road and Holy Spirit said, and it's like, no, it's the Holy Spirit said. But they've dropped the the, I think, in a, in a way to, to almost seem as if they're so close to the Spirit of God in a way that you are not. And so I don't have to say the, I simply have to just simply say Holy Spirit, because I have a relationship that you don't have. And and there's a lot of incorrection to that because they're assuming that Holy Spirit is His name, and His name is God. He functions as the Holy Spirit, just like He functions as the Father, just like He functions as the Son. He functions as the Holy Spirit. And in this sort of way that people are dropping the the, it would be like if you were talking about the president and and you would say, you know, the president said, but what the president is a function. The president is a title. The president is not a name. His, in, in today's, uh, in 2000, we're in 2022. Currently, the president is Joe Biden. His name is Joe Biden, but he functions as the president. It's the same way with the Holy Spirit. His name is God, but God is functioning as the Holy Spirit. And Jesus is telling us that the Holy Spirit is the comforter. Somebody say, comforter. Now, when you believed on the, in the death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, you received the Holy Spirit. And the moment that you confess, Jesus is Lord, I repent of my sins, come into my life, you have received at that moment the precious Holy Spirit. Matter of fact, in Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 13, it says, In him you also trusted. After you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and whom also having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. And so you have been sealed with the Holy Spirit when you believe in Jesus. Now, over the next several weeks, I'm going to be talking about the Holy Spirit as we encounter Pentecost Sunday. And uh, that will be the first Sunday of June, and we're going to talk about what happened on Pentecost Sunday, which is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. But for now, when you believed in Jesus, you received the Holy Spirit, and he came to live on the inside of you. God himself came to live inside of you, and he functions as the Spirit of God the Holy Spirit, and we found out here today that he's functioning as the comforter. Now, you have someone that non-believers don't have. You have the Holy Spirit. Non-believers do not have the Holy Spirit, and I want to be clear here, the Holy Spirit is not an it. The Holy Spirit is a person. he's He's a he, and you remember, spirits have no genders, so don't get weird on me like, well, there's a female spirit. There are no female spirits. There are only he spirits, because if the default of genders is a he in Scripture, so there are no, uh, you know, female spirits and, you know, and all this sort of weirdness that's going around. No, none of that's true. The Holy Spirit is a he. God is a father. That's the default. He's not a mother. He's a father. And the default of genders is always seen. So the Holy Spirit is a person. He's, he's a he. And so he's not an it. Well, it said, or no, 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 that's disrespectful. What if I walked up to you and, 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 and your name is Lena? I say, it said, no, that, 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 that's disrespectful. No, no, uh, uh, Lena said, and, and the Holy Spirit said, And I want you to be so mindful, and I know I'm jumping ahead of myself, but I want you to be so mindful that if you get some revelation on something, don't say something told me. The Holy Spirit said to me. Uh, We're going to be talking about the precious Holy Spirit and his involvement in every area of our lives. But the Holy Spirit wants to... Assist in every area of our lives. As a matter of fact, the Greek word for Holy Spirit is Parakletos. Now, I'm not a Greek scholar; I may not even have pronounced that correctly. Don't throw stones at me. But the Greek word is Parakletos, and Para means close proximity, uh, along to come alongside, to come together. And kletos means to summon or to call. And so the Holy Spirit has been summoned and called for the purpose of being in close proximity with you. He's been called to be and come alongside of you. This is his job description. This is his duty. This is his function to be close to you, and to come alongside of you. He is always with you. I am married to Stacey Alexander. Matter of fact, today is our anniversary. Glory to God. Thank you. And, and I'm married to Stacey, and Stacy is with me all the time. I mean, we talk together. We walk together. We eat together. We rear our children together. We go to the movies together. We, we, we sleep together. We go and have, uh, fun together. We, we are always together. And it is, it's impossible to be with her all this time and not have her affect me. Did you hear this? It is impossible to spend this much time with her and not have her impact my life. Matter of fact, because I'm with her all the time, there are certain things that I don't even say in front of her. Matter of fact, I don't even say because she's with me all the time. We pastor together. We work together. I mean, she's with me all the time. So she has affected my speech. She has affected my behavior. Because I'm with her, she has rubbed off on me. I used to get mad at certain things. I don't get mad at that anymore because she has affected me in a positive way. Likewise, it is the same with the precious Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is always with you and he should be affecting the way you think, the way you behave, the way you talk, the way you walk, the way you act, His impact and influence in your life should be so great that you're different because the Holy Spirit is always with you. He wants to change the way you think. And God called him, summoned him, and said, I'm going to go inside of humanity, and I'm going to help humanity with the affairs of life. I'm going to lead you. I'm going to guide you. I'm going to help you. Matter of fact, in some translations, and we may talk about it next week, the Holy Spirit is called the helper. That means I want to help you. And that's his sole purpose. This is his function. This is why he exists is because he is the helper. He is the comforter. Now, Thomas, grab that item out of my office here, real quick. I'm gonna step down here. I wanna show you something here as we talk about the comforter. And uh, now look at this right here. What what would would y'all call this? A a comforter, huh? This is this is goes to this is Eric J's comforter in his bed. I brought it here. This is a a comforter. And so Matter of fact, I'm thinking about this right now. When I think about this, I just think about comfort. I think about laying in the bed and getting cozy in the comforter while the ceiling fan is on. I'm wrapped up in the comforter. And this thing, it, it, it aids me. It, it consoles me. It soothes me. Matter of fact, it, it encourages me. It supports me, the the comforter. And this comforter is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit wants to walk around with you and soothe you. He wants to walk around with you and encourage you. He wants to support you and, and aid you. And he wants you to wrap up in him. And he wants you to get comfortable in him and even not be afraid of anything. Just go to sleep. Be at rest. Be at peace. When in, in our home, we have a lot of blankets laying around our home. We are blanket family. If we turn the TV on, you have to grab a blanket. And, it, and if I don't grab my blanket before I turn on, I make one of the kids go get my blanket because I don't want to get up anymore. Get my blanket. And we have to be wrapped up in a blanket. It's, and it comforts us. It relaxes us. And the Holy Spirit wants to help in your affairs of life. Matter of fact, uh, he's, he's, so, he's a permanent resident. He's a permanent resident in your life, walking around with you. When, when you are in despair, he's there. When you are gleeful, he's there. When you are high, he's there. When you are low, he's there. When you go to the movies, he's there. When you go bowling, he's there. When you cuss somebody out, oh yeah, he's there. He's there. When you're feeling sad, he's there. When you're feeling glad, he's there. He came to church with you, and he may go to a restaurant with you if you go to a restaurant out there. Wherever you go, he's going with you, and he wants to bring comfort to you. Matter of fact, he is called the comforter. Because he's going to ask you to do some things that are uncomfortable. And he wants to comfort you when he asks you to do something that's uncomfortable. Quit that job. Oh, gosh. But take less money on the next job. Oh, my gosh, that's uncomfortable. Marry that single mom. Oh, my gosh, what? Marry that single dad. What? Oh, that seems uncomfortable. Go move to another state. That that feels uh, uncomfortable. Uh, you know, go on a mission. Go on a missions trip. Jump on an airplane. I talked to a guy just the other day. He's in his forties, and he just for the first time got on an airplane. He for all his life he'd never been on an airplane before. How many of you've never been on an airplane? Okay. See, see, there's people in here who've never been on an airplane. He may be saying. Get on an airplane. That seems uncomfortable. I remember I went to a mission trip to um, Thailand, Burma, and we were in Singapore, Korea, and the flight was 18 hours. And for some reason, I had a hard time understanding how that plane was going to stay in the air for 18 hours straight. Man, that thing attacked me in my mind. What if we need to land and we're over the, the, the Atlantic Ocean? And we need to land. what? And I had to tap into the comforter. I said, you know, he's with me. And I grabbed, you know, I just, I just, I'm going to be all right. This plane is going to get there and it's going to bring me back home in Jesus' name. And the comforter just grabbed a hold of me and I grabbed a whole of it. This comforter right here. Well, it wasn't this comforter, but it was a blanket I had on the airplane. I said, you blanket, you are the Holy Spirit. And I'ma hold on to you till I get to where I need to get. The Comforter, the Holy Spirit. He's gonna ask you to do some, something that's uncomfortable. He's gonna, He's gonna say, write the biggest check you've ever written before and sew it to someone that needs it. Sew it to the church. Write, um, the, the, the largest number that you can. Give it away. Give your car away. But that feels uncomfortable. Give your paycheck away. But what are you talking about? What are you talking about? The Holy Spirit is telling me to give my paycheck away. I'm saying stuff that I have done. I'm I'm telling you, and it's been uncomfortable. But the comforter is with me and has aided me and has guided me and has soothed me. And it's brought me rest along the way, and all the things that He has asked me to do: move to another state by yourself, with no promise of a job or anything, just go there because that's what I want you to do." I had to rest in the comforter, and I had to rest in him and say, "You know what? I trust you, God. There's going to be troubles. There's going to be tribulations. There's going to be things that happen in your life. you, you You may not deserve it. You may not have earned it, but it just happened in your life. You're going to have to tap into the comforter. And the comforter is going to bring you comfort. When you realize that you have walking around with you, the comforter, nothing should spook you. Now, I'm not saying you don't have emotions. I mean, we all have emotions. We all have a a reaction. If somebody jumped behind me and said, boo, I might jump, that don't mean the spirit of fear is all over me. It just simply means there was a reaction to what just happened. It startled me, yeah. But when you understand the comforter's with you, you say, you know, everything's going to be okay. It's going to be all right. Well, prices are going up. The comforter is going to make sure that I'm comforted. Well, it looks like that we don't have the supply that I need, the comforter. Well, the politics, and look what's going on in our state. I have the comforter, and he's going to walk with me and talk with me and lead and guide me in every area of my life. The comforter is a gift from God to you and I so that we don't have to worry about the affairs of this life. We don't have to get caught up in the mundane things that are happening around us. We don't have to be freaked out by all the stuff that is taking place. And we are living, guys, in one of the most tumultuous times, I believe, ever. Well, in my lifetime, nonetheless. I mean, we're going to have to tap into someone greater, the comforter. And the comforter is going to comfort you. The comforter is going to wrap his arms around you and tell you, I love you, and I got it. Uh, the, The comforter is going to tell you to do some things that may seem odd, may seem weird. Now, footnote, always have a handful of friends that you love and trust that you can bounce things off of. You might hear some things in your heart, and we'll talk about this going forward. There are three, there are at least three voices you hear on the inside of you, and I'll talk about this later. It, you, sometimes people think, well, I heard a voice. That don't mean it was the comforter. It could have been your flesh. It, it, it could have been, it could have been your mind my flesh told me to get some ice cream. I, I'm trying to, trying to be good. It's a, I heard it in my heart. I heard it right deep down on the inside of me. Go get you a big bowl of ice cream. I said, no, that's not the comforter. Even though that ice cream would have brought me some comfort, Drew. <laughs> Temporary comfort. No, the comforter is going to bring you long-term comfort. And, and he'll tell you some things to do that might seem odd. That that, that might seem weird. I remember when I left my six-figure paying job to go into the ministry. I, I walked, walked away. The Holy Spirit spoke to me. He said, I want you to trust me because I wanted to do both. I could do both. Right? That's not what the Holy Spirit said. Holy Spirit told me, I want you to leave. I want you to resign. I went to Stacy and I said, please, Stacy, let's be in disagreement on this so I can say, Holy Spirit, we're not in the, we're not in agreement on this. <laughs> she said, I think that's exactly what, you, what we're supposed to do. I said, okay. Walked in to my boss. And at that year prior, I was, you guys know, I was the number one sales rep. Walked in and said, you know, I'm, I'm leaving. What? Well, where are you going? Bank of America? Where are you going? I'm not going, to, you know, TD America. I'm not going into this place. I'm going into the ministry. What? I'm going into the ministry. Why? I, I want to serve people. I want to help people. I want to follow God. I have no job when I left. I'm not asking you to do this. Uh, disclaimer, I am not asking you to follow my lead on this. God, through his precious Holy Spirit, is going to, to talk to you about this. This is, this is my story. Don't say, well, Pastor left his job. I'm going to leave my job too. And you know, can I come live with you? No, you can't come live with me. No. And... and We left, and the Holy Spirit said, I got you. I want you to learn that I can take care of you, and not this job. I want you to learn and trust that I can carry you. I can provide. I can aid. I can support. I can do this for you. And as soon as we left, so uncomfortable, what are we doing? People were asking me, what are you doing? You have a career here. What are you doing? I'm trusting the Comforter. I'm trusting the Holy Spirit. Now, you could tell I haven't missed any meals. <laughs> since, since I left, God has taken care of me. Matter of fact, God was bringing in resources from the north, south, east, and the west. As soon as I made that decision, money. Uh, gradually just started coming in to help with the decision that was made that we're going to start a church and we're going to do this full time. God provided, spoke to people's hearts. And now look at you. You're here and you're learning and growing and supplying and providing. And, and by God's grace, everything in this place is paid for because of your support you're giving and God moving on your heart. And, and, and look what the Lord has done. Trusting the comforter. T, Take this back, and I'm getting hot now. Trusting the comforter. Trusting the comforter. Trusting the Holy Spirit to lead, and he's going to ask you to do some uncomfortable things. He's going to ask you to do some things that may not feel right. Now, he's never going to ask you to do anything illegal or immoral, but he's going to ask you to do some things that are going to bother your flesh. Go and share my precious son with that guy at the gas station. Oh, I feel so uncomfortable. The comforter says, I'm right there with you. Just go and talk to them about Jesus. Hallelujah. I remember when the Holy Spirit told me to give my entire check, sew it into the church I was a part of. I was like, what in the world? We, I, that check, I mean, we could use that. What are you talking about? give it all. Just write write it over and give give the entire check. Well, what he was training me for was to walk away from my job. I didn't realize it at the time. I gave the entire check. I did that before I told Stacy. She said, we did what? I said, oh, yeah, we gave our entire checks. They said, what? You didn't talk to me about it? I'm sorry. Don't ever do that. Talk to your spouse about what's going on. But I did that. And I I turned it over and, and the Lord was teaching me that you can walk away from the job and I'll take care of you. This is what the comforter wants to show you. And like I said, I want to say it again. I'm not asking anyone to do this. I'm telling you my story of trusting the comforter. And when you trust him, even when troubles come, even when tribulation happens, even when mistakes happen and unfulfilled visions and dreams take place and you've got a plan and, and, and it, it's not working out and you've got a purpose and it's taking longer than you think and, and you have, uh, uh, you've heard from God on some things and it's not happening, you're going to have to trust the Comforter. There's one particular time, I just feel led telling a story, that I, I, I sensed in my heart that I just heard from the Holy Spirit about a particular job I was supposed to get. Man, Tim, I just thought in my heart, I'm supposed to have this, and we're praying over this, and believe in God, this is it, and this is what I'm supposed to be doing, and I apply for the job, and I just knew I was supposed to get it, and I don't get the job. They hired some raggedy other guy. So, I'm sorry, they hired another guy. And, and I thought, what is going on? I, I just knew that I knew that I knew that was the job for me. What is happening? And I just heard in my heart, trust me. And I had to trust the comforter. I said, well, I, at this moment, I need. I need to be consoled, and I need to be soothed, and I, 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 needed, to, I needed to be loved on, and I needed to be, need you to wrap my arms because I really, really thought this was going to happen. Some of you may have really, really thought that I prayed and they still died. And I prayed and, and, and it just didn't happen. They still died. You don't know everything. You're going to have to trust the comforter because you don't know everything. Matter of fact, Deuteronomy tells us that the secret things belong to the Lord. I look back at it, and I still in my heart sensed that I was supposed to have that job. I mean, that, that was it, and I still don't know everything, but look where I'm at today. It's better than having that job that I thought I was supposed to have. Someone that passes away, and they went to heaven, you say, I prayed, and God, why? And you don't know. Trust God. And if that person was born again, they're in a better place today than they were ever on the earth. They won. They beat us there. Glory to God, but they're victorious. They won, and they're not struggling. They're not in pain, whatever the case may be. And one day, really, really soon, you and I are going to meet them in heaven as well. Amen. Amen. No one's still alive from the 1500s. No one's still alive from the 1600s, 1700s, or even 1800s. We all are going to pass through. And my job is not to keep you alive. My job is to get you ready to go. Did you hear that? My job is not to keep you alive. My job is to get you ready to go. And so the Comforter will bring comfort to you. And as he brings comfort to you, you're going to sense encouragement. He's going to encourage you. But you're going to have to understand that the Holy Spirit is there to benefit you. He's here to help. And if you have times of heartache, brokenheartedness, trouble, times of uncertainty, not knowing what to do, Trust the Holy Spirit. Talk to Him. Pour out your heart to Him. Pour out your complaints to Him. Did you hear me? Pour out your complaints. Why is this happening? And let Him help you. Let Him talk to you. Let Him encourage you. Let Him give you a word. Let Him give you a sense of knowing that everything is going to be all right. You have a permanent resident living on the inside of you. And it's time that you understand who this roommate is. He is called to help. He is called to comfort. He has been summoned to be a part of your life. And he knows everything about everything. He knows everything about everything. So if if you have a roommate that goes with you everywhere you go, and he knows everything about everything, wouldn't it be wise to ask this roommate about what's going on in your life? Uh, Wouldn't it just be wise to just, you know, I don't know how to fix this broken tire on this bicycle, (laughs) but the Holy Spirit knows. And I've been doing this here recently. I don't know how to do this. Let me ask the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit sometimes will say, go to YouTube and, Google and YouTube it. Well, bless God, I went to the Holy Spirit first. Are you listening to me? I went to him first and he said, go to YouTube. Okay, let's go to YouTube. Let's figure it out. The purpose is to place a premium and a priority on the comforter in your life. And over the next several weeks, we're going to be talking about the Holy Spirit and the benefits that he brings to you and I. Yes, Chrissy, you can come. And the benefits that he brings to you and I, and he wants to help us. He wants to console us and aid us and support us because he is there to benefit you and I. Close your eyes just for a moment. Father, we thank you for the precious Holy Spirit. You are God. And you are functioning on the inside of us as the Holy Spirit. Make us more aware of your presence. Make us more aware of your residency. Cause us to understand that you are our invisible partner and you are here to lead, guide, and direct. Thank you that you are bringing comfort in the lives of your people when times are tough comfort them be with them and cause them to sense your comfort now in 2nd Corinthians chapter 1 I want to read this to you real quick 2nd Corinthians chapter 1 and look at verse 3 and 4 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 3 and 4 It says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all of our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort those who are in any trouble with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. Now listen to this. This passage tells us God is the God of all comfort. So when we need comfort, we're to run to God. Don't run away from him. If you've committed some terrible sin, run to God. He will comfort you. But I like this next part. Not only will he comfort us in our tribulations or our troubles, but he wants us to comfort others so that they can be comforted by God as well. Here's your assignment this week. Find someone to comfort. People are going through some terrible things. Terrible, they may not tell you, but they are going through a lot. And trust the Holy Spirit, the comforter on inside of you, to lead and guide you to someone that is going through something, and then comfort them. Be a comforter, and like that comforter we just had, just throw yourself on them and say, I just want to comfort you. I want to help you. I want to encourage you. How do you do that? Words are the best way to do it. Encourage them. Let them know that everything's going to be all right. Your job is to be comforted by the Holy Spirit and then comfort others in trouble. Whether they're believers and saints or whether they're unbelievers and heathens, comfort them. Find them. Locate them and comfort them. And if they're unbelievers, they don't have the comforter. Matter of fact, they don't have any means of comfort whatsoever. And you bring. Jesus on the same, and you be the comforter. You have been listening to the ministry of Devon Alexander, pastor of True Life Fellowship Church in Charlotte, North Carolina. For more information, go to our website at www.truelifefc.org. You can also support this ministry financially through our website. Thank you. And remember to love, learn, live and lead.